dope. I took it to the people, baby. I took it to Vibe Nation. I took it to Twitter to vote on what to talk about in tonight's podcast, episode 41. And the people overwhelmingly voted to talk about tomorrow. Google Pixel 4 bit. So guess what? Your boy Viper, the man about tech, is about to talk about tonight. You guessed it, the Pixel 4 event. Vibe Drive, episode 41. Start now. What's up, people? This your boy Viper, the man about tech. And welcome back to another episode of Vibe Drive. This is the podcast about tech, hosted by the man about tech. And you know what? This is a big tech event happening tomorrow. So you know what? I am not doing this alone tonight. In a few minutes, I will be joined by my good friend, Zach Talk Tech, and we will talk all things Pixel 4 event. But like I said, that will be in a few minutes. So let me go ahead and get this party started talking about the Pixel 4 event. Now, you know, it's interesting to me because a lot of people are on Twitter and they're saying that the Pixel 4 is the most leaked phone of all time. And I'm scratching my head because I'm thinking to myself, these people really must be a prisoner of the moment because it was only last year, only last year, when we were greeted by stories of the Pixel 3 being, uh, I think it was a shipment of the Pixel 3 being stolen and put on the Russian black market. The Pixel 3 was so leaked. I mean, at, at the point of the event, there was no point for an event. So I'm going to have to argue with you all. I don't think the Pixel 4 is the most leaked phone ever. I think the Pixel 3 still holds the title to this day. Well, the phone ends up on the Russian black market, bro. I'm just saying. It ain't the Pixel 4. It's the Pixel 3. But I digress. You didn't come here to talk about the Pixel 3. You came here to hear me talk about the Pixel 4. So I got a bunch of notes for tomorrow's event. And... Here's the thing. Here's what I believe. I feel like if a phone is as leaked as the Pixel 4 was and is, I feel like a company or Google, I should say, I feel like Google is intentionally trying to hide something. I feel like the Pixel 4 might be what all the hype is about, but I think they're coming with something special tomorrow that is not the Pixel 4. Now, I've talked about this with other people, and they don't seem to share my belief, but I still believe until I am proven wrong, that the Pixel 4 won't be the highlight of tomorrow's event. But I was perusing the tea leaves and trying to figure out what Google is going to talk about tomorrow. And there's a bunch of things that Google is going to unveil and discuss. A lot of it, not the Pixel 4. But we're going to start at the Pixel 4 because that is the highlight and that's where I'm going to start. So, obviously we're getting two Pixel 4. We're getting the Pixel 4 and the Pixel 4 XL. I think one is going to be 5.7 inches. The other one is going to be 6.3 inches. The XL obviously being the bigger one. Let's see. The note says that they're going to be identical to the devices of last year, uh, say for the screen size and battery capacity. There will not be a notch on the Pixel phone this year. So if you hated that grandma saggy titty notch, worry no more. It's gone. We're not having it. <laughs> The big new feature that is coming to the Pixel Dish here, and I made a video on my YouTube channel about this feature, or I, inc I included it actually in a video about the Pixel 4 earlier, is Project Soli, and Google is calling it Motion Sense. 
basically the Pixel 4 is going to include a radar chip that will detect your hand movements and hand gestures. So you can simulate turning a volume knob just by making the gestures with your hand and making a rotating knob gesture. The phone will be able to pick that up and transcribe that as you want it to change the volume. And because of you doing that gesture in front of the phone, it will be able to change the volume just by that gesture. Obviously, there's gestures to uh, play and pause track, stop music, maybe answer and end call, things like that. So Project Soli is the big ticket item coming on the Pixel 4 this year. There is also talk of a next generation Google Assistant on deck for the Pixel 4. I don't know too much about this, but Google Assistant is so far ahead of the competition that it, it just it, it, bo it boggled my mind that we could possibly be in store for a next generation Google Assistant. I mean, I mean, damn, Google, how far ahead do you want to be? I mean, good Lord. <laughs> I mean, at this point, a next generation Assistant will be lapping the rest of the competition. They will be lapping Alexa, lapping Siri. Hell, they'll be double lapping Siri, but hey, we're not even talking about that. <laughs> but a next generation Assistant is lapping the competition. It's not even fair, but that's where we're at with the Google event tomorrow. Now, the other big thing coming on the Pixel 4 is a second camera lens on the back. Up until this point, the Pixel phones have only included one camera lens on the back, which Google did great things with their computational photography and things like that. But finally, they are adding a second camera lens on the back this year. And oh my Lord, God only knows what they can do with a second camera lens. We know what Google can do with one camera lens, but Lord have mercy, what can they do with two? I mean, it's almost cheating at this point. Their computational photography is so good, they shouldn't even be allowed to have a second lens. But that is what's happening tomorrow with the Pixel 4 and 4XL. They have a second lens coming on the back of the camera, on the back of the phone, and it's not even fair. So, I don't know. Now, we know that the iPhone 11 models have the best cameras on deck this year, but... The Pixel 4 is going to bring the noise. So I'm very excited to see what Google is bringing with the second camera lens on the back of the Pixel 4. The other interesting tidbit and nugget about the Pixel 4 this year is the lack of a fingerprint sensor. It will not have any. And that is because Google is putting some Face ID like technology in the Pixel 4. Now, for my notes, it says that the Pixel 4 has some IR based facial security in lieu of a fingerprint sensor. So like I said, they're going to have some type of Face ID competitor, which will be the first of its kind because all this other Face Unlock on Android is absolute trash. Let me repeat that. All the other Face Unlock methods on Android are absolute trash. But Google is finally bringing a actual Face ID competitor to the table tomorrow with the arrival of the Pixel 4. So I'm very interested to see how good that will be because it, it took Apple a, a, a couple of implementations before Face ID was legit. So this is Google first time out. So I'm very interested to see what they do with their Face ID-like technology. The other cool tidbit that is coming tomorrow with the Pixel 4 is that there are rumors and hearsay that is stating that the Pixel 4 is coming with a 90 hertz refresh rate. Now, if this sounds familiar, then it should because the OnePlus 7 Pro came with a 90 hertz refresh rate. The Asus ROG Phone 2 has a 120 hertz refresh rate. And the Razer phones have had a 120 hertz refresh rate in the past. So the Pixel is coming with a 90 hertz refresh rate. 
Now, I have a OnePlus 7 Pro. To me, it's not that big of a deal. But if you have two phones side by side and one of them is operating at 60 hertz and the other one is operating at 90 hertz, then yes, you can tell the difference. It's subtle, but you can tell the difference. But if you have the phones in a vacuum by themselves, you can't really notice it. It's not noticeable. But put them together, you can definitely notice the impact of having a 90 hertz refresh rate. Although it could be a battery drain in the long run, but so far I've been okay with the OnePlus 7 Pro. So it is stated that both Pixel devices, the 4 and 4XL, will both have OLED. That's not a surprise. And the 5.7-inch Pixel 4 will have a 2,800 milliamp hour battery. Now, that does not seem correct. That seems like very small of a battery for the Pixel 4. But it stated that the Pixel 4 XL will have a 3,700 milliamp hour battery. I can't imagine the Pixel 4 having a less than 3,000 milliamp hour battery. I could be wrong, but these are the notes that I'm reading right now. And the notes that I'm reading to you guys tonight are coming directly from 9 to 5 Google. So if anybody knows what's happening with the Pixel phone, it is 9 to 5 Google. So these are where my notes are coming from. And I'm just going off the notes that they put on their site and we're going from there. Obviously, as the Qualcomm president tweeted out earlier this evening, the Pixel devices are coming with the regular Snapdragon 855. So not the new 855 Plus that's out there. They're coming with the base 855, which is the present on all the Android devices out right now. So that's pretty cool. I mean, the Snapdragon 855 is a B. It's no A13 like on the iPhone, but it still gets the job done for all the Android. So that's cool. So as far as the cameras go for the Pixel 4, the front facing camera is going to have an 8 megapixel sensor. The regular camera, the regular wide angle lens is going to be 12 megapixels. And the second camera lens, which is a telephoto lens on the Pixel, will be a 16 megapixel sensor. So, I mean, megapixels don't mean much, but I'm just reading the notes to you guys. So that's what we're talking about. Also, the Pixel 4 devices are coming with 6 gigs of RAM this time around. Now, usually in the past, they've come with 4, but it seems like Google is upping the RAM for 6, which I can definitely understand that, given all the new tech that they're including in the phone. So 6 gigabytes of RAM seems definitely legit for these new Pixel 4s. It will be interesting to see how stock Android handles 6 gigs of RAM with the Pixel devices. Big up to Google for that. The Pixel devices will... Both incorporate Active Edge, which means you'll get that ring around the phone when you get a notification. It will light up a certain color. You could probably set the color, so that's pretty cool. And they will support the Pixel Stand, which is the Google wireless charging solution, so that's legit. They got stereo speakers on deck, so that's always a good look. They got live wallpaper, and they got an app coming called Recorder. I don't know if that's a screen recording app or whatever that is, but it's called Recorder, so that's a new app that's in tow with the Pixel devices, so that's legit. So the Pixel 4 will also have a customizable interface. Oh, no, it will have a customizable user interface with Pixel Things. Whatever that means. <laughs> These Pixels will also have Titan M security. They'll have the Pixel Neutral Core or the, pic the Pixel Neural Core, excuse me, and Android 10 with software support. So that is definitely legit. The Pixel 4 and 4XL are going to be IP68 water resistant. So... That's a good look. They'll be on par with the new iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Also, Pixel 4 buyers will get three months of 100 gigabyte storage on Google One. I guess that Google Drive, I guess. I, I don't know, but I don't know if they renamed Google Drive recently. If that if they did, that's new to me. But 100 gigabytes on Google One or Google Drive, legit. We like that. Okay, so the colors for the Pixel 4 this year are Jeff Black, 
clearly white. <laughs> oh God, clearly white. Wow. Could they they could they come up with a better name than clearly white? I mean, I'm just saying. And Otho Orange, basically Michael Myers. <laughs> so we got Wesley Snipes Black, Casper White, and Michael Myers Orange. That's what we got. <laughs> That's what we got. That's what we got. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Google will also offer uh, those fabric casings that they offer every year. They will offer them in new colors this year. I don't know what the colors will be, but the fabric casings are coming uh, coming in new colors, so that's cool. And the big boy, the big news about the Pixel 4, let me take a drink before I get to this. The big thing, as was just leaked today, and actually there have been some conflicting reports about this, is the pricing of the Pixel 4. There was a leak from Best Buy that stated that it would start at $1,000. Then we got this leak today that they're going to start at $7.99. Nobody seems to know what the Pixel 4 is coming in at as far as price goes. Now, I am of the mindset and believe that the Pixel 4 will start at no less than $900 because of all the new tech that Google is putting into the device. But what Google needs to do and what they need to hit, they need to hit the $800 price point. If the phone costs any more than $800, I would say I'll give them $850. If it's more than $850, they lost, okay? You can't have the phone price no more than $800 because there's too much competition. You got the Galaxy devices out there. You got the S10 devices out there. You got the iPhones out there. I mean, you, you cannot price the phone above $850. Otherwise, you're done. And let me bring in my man, Zach Talk Tech, to the stream. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's kind of like iPhone. Like, we already know everything, but it's like... Yeah. Still get excited, right? So, what, do you have any thoughts on any, any of the things I announced so far? Uh, um, not really. I you've done a really good job of kind of covering it. I saw your poll today. Obviously, I voted for the Pixel stuff because I was working <laughs> on it. I I think one thing I think you touched on this on one of your Pixel videos, and I and I I didn't catch the last five minutes of you because I was putting mine live, but the Pixel Four has to succeed. Okay, for two reasons, for two main reasons. Okay, this is this is important. This and I go into this in my video. Two main reasons, and it matters for our industry and for innovation. Okay, when I say innovation, think back to the Pixel Three last year and Three XL. What was one of the main features that they showed off, and we were just like, "Wow, Night Sight!" Right? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Do you think it's an accident that a year later, uh, everybody else is talking about their night photography, their night sight, night shot, whatever you want to call it? Look, look at look at Apple this year. Do you think it's an accident that the year later that they decided to change, or innovate, or make their hardware or their software better? I mean, you're kind of kidding yourself. And the second thing, and I can expand on that further because. Year after year after year, we see Google do great things with their camera, specifically the software, the processing, you know, how could this and that, and the, the fake book and all that kind of stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. Around this time of the year, we always see a tech tubers like ourselves with a pixel in one hand and something else in the other, like a, usually like an Apple. A lot of the big guys are like that. Marquez, we see Lewis, uh, Unbox Therapy, uh, Judner, uh, like all everybody, right? It seems like everybody's got, you know, a pixel in one hand they know that they can take one or two good shots and they know that 99.9% .9 of the time it's going to be a good shot. And then they'll have their preferred device like an Apple or something like that in their other hand. So that right there for, for innovation's sake. And I think what Google has done, uh, especially since the Pixel 2 and obviously last year with the 3, 
has been true innovation in that respect. Now, the other thing with in terms of the industry, I'm talking about competition. Okay. As long as Google keeps on pushing these limits and having these awesome price points, which I really hope the $7.99 price point that you talked about there is real. Um, we will see the Apples and the Googles continue to have to put more in their devices or bring their or prices down, or as our friend John says, compromise, right? So as we see Google push the limit, not, I'm not talking about just Google, but the Googles and the Huawei's and people that are bringing out devices that are uh, you know, pack so much for a lower price point, it helps, you know, competition is good. Okay. Competition is always good. That's why it sucks for you guys in the United States that none of the carriers carry Huawei. You guys don't have that, uh, that major, I mean, they're like the, they're, if not the biggest in the world, despite some of the bands and everything like that. I mean, we won't get into the politics, but it, I can, I guarantee there's no way of proving this, but I guarantee you, if you guys had Huawei in the United States and carriers, uh, I, I think your prices would be lower and and more competitive than they, what they are this year. I'm not saying they're bad. They are they are good, but it could be even better. So competition is good. So whether you're a Google fanboy or Apple sheep or whatever, the success of the Google Pixel 4 and going forward in that program is important for innovation and our industry. Okay, so let's go back real quick. You said that, the Pixel 4 has to succeed because of innovation. Mm. But the Pixel 3 didn't really sell that much. No. But people still picked up Night Sight. So mm -hmm. I would argue that it doesn't really have to succeed. I mean, other companies picked up the Night Sight because it happened to be a decent feature. And yep. I mean, Google executed it so well that other companies had no choice but to take note. Mm -hmm. But the I, Pixel I won't, 3 was not a success per se. I won't argue with you there. Uh, succeed, I guess that's such a general term. Like, what is succeed? Selling five units? Selling five million units? Uh, you know, I'd like to see Google get a bigger piece of that pie because, like I said, competition overall is good. I think as long as units are moving and people like us in the tech industry, uh, the tech niche, the people that are watching, listening to us, the, uh, the people in our chat, and as long as the everyday consumer is aware of it, Google wants that because they want to get in people's pockets. Okay. If there's nothing to rant and rave about tomorrow and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did this and everything, you know, that's not good. So, um, you know, I, I success obviously is, you know, selling more than what they have in the last, in the last few years, obviously. And I think they'll do that by default just because they'll be available on more carriers this year anyway. So mm -hmm. they already have that going for them, but I don't know. I think, there seems to be this sentiment out there that there is more to the Pixel 4 than what we know, even though we know practically everything. I, I, I think, I think. okay, so first of all, these leaks, they're not leaks. They're part of a marketing program. I mean, come yeah. on. All right? And it's brilliant because we're talking about it, right? That's what they want, right? And it's awesome. I I, I said this I said this back, was it, was it back in March or April when they're like, yeah, you know, here it is. When they give us the first image, right? They said, yeah, that's confirmed. Um, mm -hmm. I said right then and there, I said, this is brilliant marketing move. I mean, because now they control the narrative, right? So I, I, I think that they're just like last year. I think they're trying to make us all kind of look this way. And there's something tiptoeing in. Yeah, I've been saying it all week. Yes, I there's they something. Are something. Yeah, I, I don't want to say one more thing, but no. I, I really do think there's going to be like one more yeah, thing. Yeah, they are yeah. hiding something. I yeah. don't know what it is. I'm going to touch on a few other things throughout the podcast, but I think mm -hmm. they are hiding something that we don't yeah. know about yet. Or and we don't have a lot of idea about. 
And if that $7.99 price point is true, I think Android Authority reported it first today or something like that. Uh, right? I mean, I know that, uh, you know, for example, uh, OnePlus 7T is coming in at $5.99. But is Google's photography worth another $200? I would say yes. Um, Yeah. Even. I would. I really would. It's now, got- if we're talking about leak, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the big brouhaha happened on Friday night with Linus in his live stream where he accidentally showed a picture for. I almost you, used the image in my video today. I almost Do you think it. that was intentional on his part or do you think he mm, flipped up? I, I think Linus messed up. I, I I didn't see the whole, I don't watch the WAN show a lot, um, but I know that, I just know from Linus's reputation in the industry and how well he's, I think he, it was an accident and he did the right thing by you know, because that's that's what you got. You got to try to make things right. You know, I understand your point of view, but um, I mean, so what if it's been, quote unquote, leaked everywhere? But, you know, he signed an NDA. You got to make it right. You know, here, OK, here's my thing. Though. If he's not an NDA, why on earth would he be using it on camera anyway? If he's not know, an he, NDA? It's probably one of those things where it's like down here and it's out of camera view. And then just out of, you know, he just picked it up. How many I. I Next okay, time you get, you know what? You get Marquez on. Ask him how many times he's done a video and just out of out of camera angle, he's had an NDA device. Don't oh, ask I'm him sure. for. I'm sure I, he does. I'm the sure same, the do. same with uh, Jonathan Morrison. Absolutely, we were right. there. We're but here, the here we here's the thing, Zach. Here's the thing. Okay, I had a thought and I just lost it. Damn, I hate <laughs> when that happens. I know. Um, Linus has been doing it a very, very long time. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that that was an accidental slip up by somebody that's been doing it for probably a decade or longer. I, I can't see them using a YouTuber like that big to, you know, get, you know, to get the the the, the people talking and everything like that. Oh my gosh, you know, and here we are another day talking about the Pixel. Did you see what they did to John Prophet last year? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they kind of manipulated the, 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 you know, the, the time. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like I said, I don't watch the WAN show a lot. I just know Linus's reputation and I know that he tried to make it right with the block. So it seems I just, and now we're, now we're getting to like conspiracy theory. So I don't, I don't know. To me, it looked I, like I, an accident. Like it was funny because everybody was getting on my case about the advice I gave him. But I'm like, listen, man, Google already showed the phone. Like it, it would have been one thing if he was actually talking about the phone, trying to review it on camera, but all he was doing was holding the phone. Yeah. A phone that we already knew what it looked like. So I didn't see the big deal anyway. He went back and put a big old blur box over it, drawing more attention to it. That was really my argument. My argument mm-hmm. that instead of just shutting up and going about your business, you drew more attention to the matter by putting the blur box over it. Just just go about your business and, and don't say nothing. That's all you gotta do. Because I, I, for, for what we know, that could be any phone. We don't we don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I mean our friend Brandon kind of pointed it out too. I mean, you sign an NDA, you have to. You know, if you want to continue to get devices, you got to abide by those rules, right? You don't want to break that. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if, yeah, but if, I, mean, I guess, I mean, like I said, but if, if he's not an NDA not to uh, unveil the device or anything like that, then why was he picking it up during the live stream anyway? But whatever, I digress. Anyway, it, it, pro- it, it shouldn't even, it, it shouldn't even been in the same room in my opinion. It, if, that, exactly. if that was me, I'd be like, okay, I'm putting that in my room. If you're going on camera, the phone should not be nearby if you're going on yeah. camera, but that, that's neither here nor there. But what do you think about the the tech that's coming, the Project Soli radar, the Faith ID stuff? What do you think about all that? You know, this is what I think of Soli. This is my impressions right now. Okay, remember this? <laughs> yep. Okay, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Okay, 
Uh, I used the air gestures a couple times with my note. I mean, it was cool. Um, it didn't work all the time. I but all of like, you all listening on audio only, he just did air gestures. <laughs> yeah, air gestures with the the Note 10 pen, uh, Note 10 Plus pen. Uh, you know, it worked like 70% of the time. And it was kind of, I mean, I could see a use case if you if you have the phone down or, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I can see a use case for that. So the same thing with Soli. I'm going to say that I can see a use case for, you know, if your phone is here, or you know, like you're so you're driving, you got the phone like in a in a mount or something like that. Um, but myself personally, I can't I can't see it. So I'm looking forward to see how they market that tomorrow. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking right. forward for them to show some real life. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No problem. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. So Zach, the Pixel Four is slated not to have a fingerprint sensor, but some face ID like technology. So, what are your thoughts about Android first legitimate face ID competitor? Well, I think as long as it's as secure and everything that Apple, like what Apple's done with the 3D mapping, uh, awesome. Now, those of you that 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 know me or have been following my content for as long as I've been doing it, you know that I I like fingerprint sensors. I like the in display thing, but in the last, I'm going to say the last 60 days or so, maybe month and a half. Now that I'm using the iPhone 11 Pro Max more than I was even the iPhone 10R, I like Face ID. I like uh-huh. that whole idea. I like yeah the idea of not having. I mean, yes, you can set up, you can set up uh like so your phone automatically unlocks or is always unlocked like within a certain location or say when you're connected to Bluetooth with your Android. Okay, you can do that, and that's convenient. Um, but I like the idea that I just have to raise it and you know, it's unlocked like that. So as long as it it's, it works just like that, uh, cool. And I'm not saying fingerprint sensors are not good or anything like that. I understand there's a case where I'm just slowly now, I don't want to say I'm converting to Apple, but <laughs> uh, I believe more in it now. And I believe in the convenience, okay? The, the beautiful yeah. thing about Face ID is that it might be a little slower to unlock the phone, but once your phone is unlocked and you try to yeah. get into a banking app or any app that needs password credentials, you have to do nothing. You're already looking at the phone. All you do is click on the app and in like less than a second, you are already into the app because the credentials are already in there. It's oh my god, it's like magic, Zach. It's literally like magic. It it is. And and I I don't find the face unlock any faster this year in the in the iPhone. I know some people do. Um Apple never expanded on that. I think it's kind of a placebo effect, in my opinion. Um but I mean, like I said, I'm using my iPhone. Uh, 11 Pro Max, twice, three times, four times, five times as much as I was by 10R last year, mainly because they focus so much on the camera and I'm such a camera, you know, geek and everything like that. Uh, that's my, my my number one feature for a phone. So um, the more I use it, I'm like, you know, I like this. And especially when you come from something like the Note and the Ultrasonic, like, okay, now it's unlocked. Like, Come on, man. Right. And, and, and then when you, and you look at guys like OnePlus. Yes, I know that one's ultrasonic, one's secure than an optical. I've even done videos on myself. I've talked about it many times myself. But I mean, OnePlus has got the fastest out there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Samsung make their ultrasonic faster. But I honestly, I can see a future of Samsung just kind of ditching it. Because I'm a believer now in the face ID thing and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, face ID 
is legit. But there's actually reports that state that Apple might go back to an in-display touch ID in a year or two, which is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, I, I think they'll hope. give I think they'll give people an option. Like you'll yeah. be able to turn either or. Yeah, I've yeah. been waiting for that for the longest on iPhones. It's always been one or the other. We've never had both. Some people don't understand why Apple will go back, but I'm like, I'm saying, like, listen, sometimes face ID doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, you have to resort to typing a pad code. How archaic is that? Just let when, me have a backup biometric option and then bam, we in there. So so it's Thanksgiving weekend right now here in Canada. I am aware, right? Yeah. So yeah, last night we had dinner at my sister's place, and I asked everybody around the table. Because everybody at my family's table has an iPhone except for my aunt and a couple other people. I said, why haven't you guys gone to the new iPhone? Because, of course, I got the new one there, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and everybody, including my sister, all like, she has an iPhone 6. She said, uh, uh, there's no home button. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't like that idea. And I had to show them the gesture thing. And to like, that's weird. And so people still want a home button. So I can see Apple possibly putting something in next year i mean we even talked about this last year but it was supposed to happen this year but we'll see um we're still seeing people that are not going from their six or six s to the 11 or the 11 pro or pro max because they want that home button or features that you know they're missing that physicality i don't think apple will ever put a physical home button again no but no. i could see a virtual or like and actually have- there i think in the system settings an iphone you can't add a home button as a software thing if you want to so that is an option mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I it, it's weird talking about Apple giving people options, but they obviously recognize the need. And if you want to get more devices in people's pockets, you got to do what you got to do with your services. Yeah, got to do yeah, what you got to do. Absolutely. As I alluded to earlier in this podcast, the Pixel 4 isn't the only thing that's being unveiled at this event tomorrow. There will also be a Google Nest Mini, uh, second generation. It's the successor to the Google Home Mini, obviously. So it's going to have an identical form factor. So that's cool. It will have a higher volume than the home mini, which is good because the home mini volume was, ugh, it was terrible. Yeah. Let's see. It will have improved audio, including better bass. So that's nice. What I'm hoping is they announce uh, an update or an addition or something like that to their Wi Fi system, their mesh Wi Fi, because I'm, I'm getting to that. Hold oh, on. Are you getting to that? Okay. Getting to that. <laughs> um, the Nest Mini will have a wall mount so you can mount it on the wall. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. It will not have a 3.5 millimeter stereo jack, so no stereo jack for the Nest Mini. It will have a proximity awareness that will uh, reveal the current volume, so that's cool. Pricing will start at $49, so that's standard. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there are images out there of it online already. You guys want to know what it looks like? It's pretty much the same thing as the Home Mini, only newer, and that's about that. So what Zach was just alluding to, it is supposedly being announced tomorrow. There will be a Google Nest Wi-Fi second gen. It says the, uh, my notes here says that the standalone Nest Wi-Fi router will be slightly more affordable than Google Wi-Fi. Oh, you know what? I don't think this is what you were, I don't think this is the mesh one that you were thinking of or you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have their current Google Wi-Fi, which is a mesh system. You could buy a single or three units. Okay. So, okay, okay so this, that, this is that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Nest, Nest Wi-Fi point double as the Nest Mini like Google Assistant speakers. Oh, mm. oh okay. Okay. Cool. So it'll be mesh plus speakers built in. Yes, yeah, so it sounds like they got speakers built in. Um, in, in addition cool. to the Nest Wi-Fi router, there will be a new Nest Wi-Fi point that begins to extend your network range. That's cool. Supposed to be far more home-friendly than the Google Wi-Fi of 2016. Uh, yeah. Google plans to add some Wi-Fi-specific Google Assistant functions. Ooh, okay. Okay. Ethnic saying here, haven't got my mini, and it's obsolete. 
I wouldn't say it's obsolete. It's just yeah, it's not obsolete. Just... This is just an addition, right? Like I put yep. minis in my kids' room so they can listen to Spotify. Let's see. Sources say next Wi-Fi can do things like pause internet in certain rooms or for specific devices. Oh, interesting. Yeah, their current Wi-Fi has a lot of control like that. And I I use a a mesh system right now by a company called Luma, and I'm pretty sure they've gone out of business because they haven't tweeted, they haven't done anything on their website in months or anything like that. It still works. Uh-huh. And it got a couple updates, um, but it doesn't give me the control that I want. And I read some stuff about it, the information going through third-party servers and everything like that. So I want to replace my current mesh system, and I'm hoping that Google announces something. So, All right. Also saying that Google will launch a home network speed test feature alongside the Nest Wi-Fi for checking in on your network status on NetHub and NetHub Mac. Okay. Nice. Uh, Nest Wi-Fi will be fully compatible with existing Google Wi-Fi routers. I better be. So, okay. So you'll be able to add on these new Nest ones that have the speaker built in if you have the existing old mesh system. So I'm wondering, maybe, I wonder if they'll take down the old mesh systems off the website so you can't buy the cheaper one. Probably. I wonder if I should place an order tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Also, the the uh, device will have a new design and it comes in three new colors: white, blue, and light brown. Huh? Okay. And that is it. That is what we know of the Nest Wi-Fi second gen. They're rebranding all their home stuff to Nest. Everything is yeah. We uh, when they went all in with Nest last year, I was I suspected that they were going to do something like that. So that's good to see. Which which is good because Nest is already a recognizable name out there in the smart home automation field. So rebranding it to Nest definitely can't hurt. There was a time, I, th- I think it was last year, where people were questioning the Nest, uh, the Nest team, and everything like that. It was it was all over the place. They were that this person was fired, this person left, and everything, and it was kind of up in the air what was going on. But I think they were just kind of doing a uh, a reshuffle, if you want to call that, of the team, uh, a reorganization, so, right? Re- yeah, what they call it when they get rid of everybody, <laughs> reorganization, right? So, yeah. All right, tomorrow we are also getting a new variant of the Pixel Book called the Pixel Book Go. See, now I'm looking forward to that because uh, I bought the new iPad, I guess, 10.5, I guess they call it, uh, the new one this year. And right. I bought that for my kids as a as a laptop or because you know, it's, it's, it's multifunctional. I got the keyboard. I got the pencil and everything like that, right? Uh-huh. And it's still boxed up. But I want to see what Google brings because we may just get a Pixel Book. We'll All see. right. Gotcha. Yeah. So the Pixelbook Go will have a handful of variants with a 13.3 inch touchscreen. Okay. Okay. The laptop will have a unique textured bottom case. Cool. It will have the same excellent scissor switch keyboard as the Pixelbook. Apple, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> it will come in the Intel Core M3, i5, and i7 configurations with either 8 gigs or 16 gigs of RAM. Okay, not bad. Comes in 64 gigabyte, 128 or 256 gigabyte storage options. Higher end variants will also have a 4K molecular display, while the entry level model will have a full HD display. That's that's pretty good either way. Vastly improved front firing speakers are in tow. Two mics on the front as well. Uh, Has a two megapixel front facing camera that can capture 1080p at 60 frames per second. The Titan C chip, Wi Fi, and Bluetooth identical to Pixel Slate. Okay. There are two USB C ports with LEDs, one on each side. Nice. This is the Pixelbook? The Pixelbook Go. Yep. Okay. Pixelbook Go. Okay. The, uh, the Pixelbook Go will have a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Nice. Uh, Pixelbook Go will also be available in two colors, jet black and not pink. 
Damn, that's a hell of a color variant range there. I'm kidding. Google originally targeted a price point of five ninety nine for the entry model. Um, I don't know what the current price point is. But okay, guessing- so this is what ticks me off. They, with the previous laptop, I know, I know they they started with like a Celeron M processor, and they went up to like Pent, uh, was it Pentiums or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That made it so confusing when you were picking out your your slate. Do you know what I mean? Like last year I was looking through it. I'm like, why would anybody want this entry level thing? I mean, I get it if you want to do just word processing, but there's got to be like a happy medium. At least when you buy like an iPad Pro or this year's 10.5, you're just picking your storage. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 32 gigabyte, uh, 256, whatever, right? 128, where you go. When you start kicking into stuff like that, that kind of stuff confuses you know, kind of like your everyday. Yeah, yeah. You have to you be like I mean? a hardcore tech nerd to know the difference, right? You're yeah, right. right. You know? Yeah. So that kind of like I was hoping to see Google get away from that and just have across the board. Hey, all of them are great for this, and just pick your storage configure. You know, to make it easier rather than you know Celeron M, Celeron M, Pentium. You know, do you know what I mean like that? Mm-hmm. Just gets. I don't know. I kind of shake my head. I'm like, okay, you're so close to being friendly like Apple, and then yeah. you kind of mess it up. So the pink through gold sounds like it, it could be legit. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that tomorrow. But there's one more thing that supposedly can be unveiled tomorrow at the uh, Pixel event. What's that? So the last <laughs> thing that they might unveil are new Pixel Buds. Now, we don't know much about the Pixel Buds, but yeah. apparently back in February, there was a tweet from uh, Android and Chrome chief Hiroshi Lochner or whatever. Okay. And he put out a wish list for the perfect Buds. And on his wish list, he put Great sound quality with the latest codec, 10 plus hour before needing a charge, a case that fits into tight pockets, USB-C, legit, uh, wet proof for workouts, always legit, intuitive tactile button. Ooh, so would these be wired or wireless? That is a good question. And an uh, auto mute when someone is talking to me. So interesting. So I don't know if these are going to be features of the new Pixel Buds, but I mean, I'm guessing... Some of these, if not all of them, will be included since he tweeted this out back in February. But like Zach said, the question is, are they going to be truly wireless? Because remember, the, the original Pixel Buds, while they were wireless, they had a wire attaching them. So it's not really, they weren't really truly wireless. But do you want to show, do you want to show a picture of leaked images on your stream or no? Uh, sure. I don't know. Okay. Mind. I'm going to bring up uh, an image here. This was leaked along with like what the box looks like and everything. Are we talking about for the uh, Pixel 4? Pixel 4, yeah. Yeah, because uh, that's the other thing I was going to talk about earlier. So the lighting slip up, people are saying it's a mistake, but then John Laguerre goes and leaked actual retail boxing, just <laughs> giving everything away. They were all stacked in the background. Yeah, I'm it was like, kind of funny. Um, it makes me think, was the lighting thing really like that bad or was it really um not intentional? I don't know. So so what, guys, are we, what are we looking at here, though? Yeah, I don't know if you guys can. I don't know if you guys can read this, but it says included Pixel 4, 18-watt, USB power adapter, charging cable, quick switch adapter. Not all features are available. That so, in other words, there's no buds in the. Oh, box. yeah, right, right, right. There's no buds in the buy. Yeah, I think so. We that, that right. That reduces the price as well, right? So yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Like 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 me and you've been saying it. Like John Prother and LeBaron Burton, we've all been saying that they they need to like hit the price point. Even though I don't think they'll come in less than nine hundred dollars, but I could be wrong. But everybody else has been saying. They got to hit the seven eight hundred dollar price point, otherwise, pretty much dead on arrival. Seven ninety nine would put it to 
like 875 Canadian or something like that, which right. I think is good. I mean, but 64 gigabytes is just, <laughs> oh my God. It should know the call line at the walking accident. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, did you, did you, did you check yeah. it out? No. You got a Street Fighter Mortal Kombat back there. Well, I got the I got the Street Fighter now and Mortal Kombat. I just wish the marquees glowed, but I can buy third parties mm-hmm. that glow. So for those listening to audio only, Zach is building a game room in his man cave, and he has Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat cabinets in there right now. Yeah, doing his thing. I still can't win. A sp- I still can't win in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> so those are that's everything that we know that might be unveiled at the event tomorrow. Uh, how much of that is going to come true? I don't know. But I'm like, like I said, those facts are from directly from nine to five Google. So mm-hmm. if anybody knows it's them and I'm guessing a good portion of that stuff will be unveiled at the pixel event tomorrow. Here's something I'm going to predict. Buy a pixel four, get a year of stadia for free. That would be interesting. I bet you there'll be a stadia integration there. I that, can see that. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Tola Baron says that 54 gig needs to be $600. No, totally, Le- I totally agree. LeBaron, I, we've, been, we've been talking about this for months, LeBaron. It's not happening, dude. Stop it. They're not it's competing. It's not happening, the, but I agree. They're no. not competing with the OnePlus devices. They're, they're not even in that territory, man. Stop playing, dude. Yeah. Just stop it. I, I think they'll get, I think Google will start competing more with OnePlus when OnePlus is offered at more than just T Mobile uh-huh. in North America. Uh, like OnePlus was even picked up by Bell or Telus up here, which I really thought Telus would pick them up. Well, but, right now OnePlus yeah. is not looking very good in the states because apparently T-Mobile did not sell a lot of the OnePlus Seven Pro. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, in my opinion, this the Seven T is what we deserved earlier this year. In my opinion, like the, the right compromises are there. The price point is there. It's got a flat screen. That's something else I'm also looking forward to with the Pixel 4 is a flat screen. Oh, my screen. God. I am so tired of these all the yeah. Like, I don't mind a slightly curved screen like on yeah. the Note devices, but when yeah. you get to this waterfall crap and all those other curved displays, like the OnePlus 7 Pro, that's too curved for me. I don't like how curved that is. Yeah. But they're making them even worse coming up with these waterfall curves. I'm like, I, no. I mentioned that in my video today. I said, you know, I think the word innovation is thrown around a little too much. It's a little subjective now. Some people might describe innovation as you know, displays on both sides or waterfall displays and, and, and things like that. I think true innovation is when you bring home, when you bring forward a feature or something in your device, whether it's a physical feature or a software feature that your customer base and your users latch onto and go, yeah, that's useful. That's new. I could use that. That's innovation, right? That's, right. that's like night site last year. Like I said, that's innovation. That's, you know, Google pushing the bar. And then, you know, everybody is coming out with, you know, and look at what, look what Apple's done this year with their, with their nice stuff. I am really, really interested to see what they do with Project Foley with the chip. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, we know it's going to be like the base gestures and things like that, but I'm guessing they've been working on this technology for like five years or so, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. They better be able to do more than just hand waves and gesture things. They got to be doing more than that. So I'm pretty pumped about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, from from first from first glance and those couple of leaks here and there and the, the girl that was doing the stuff, I personally don't see a use case, but I'm looking forward to seeing how they present it. You know? Yep. So <laughs> Mr. Catwoman says that the Google Pixel 4 needs to come at 32 gigs and four gigs of RAM, uh think 49. <laughs> uh the the flashes are not coming at, at those that you're talking about the 4A at that point. And yeah, I don't know, man. I can I can see a 4A coming at that price point, but not not a four 
in the 54 gate in the base doors now yeah. so then we're, we're down with 32 gate 32 gate for a little kid someone else pointed out in my comment section tonight about how if if the leaks are true about the colors and everything like that and yeah i will get the orange the orange does look really weird and cool the um, my, my orange yep <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they're not doing like the two-tone remember how like the top third was like glass like smooth and then yep it was that frosted thing it looks like it's just one complete color this year so, uh yeah it would yeah. seem that way yeah so if i mean if the leaks are true and these developer units and things like that that people have um yeah interesting right so i don't it, it's kind of it kind of um i i got a little confused earlier on twitter because the president of qualcomm congratulated google on the announcement of their principal form like dude the <laughs> event's not until tomorrow what are you doing at first i thought he was at first, I thought he was, he was doing that because he was like overseas and maybe it was the next day already. But the dude is on the west coast of the U.S. What are you doing, bro? Like, probably had a he probably had a tweet like in a draft and then he just sent it back. Did he delete it after? I don't think so. It's still out there. Still out there. <laughs> he, he, he congratulated Google on uh, launching their Pixel Four. I'm like, uh, the event's not until tomorrow, buddy. What are you doing? Like I said, there's got to be something that they're like because they have us all looking this way. There's got to be something that they just. You know something hidden or it, it, it better be because this yeah. would be worse than last year if that if they don't have anything hidden. Yeah, I mean, the, the techies and 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 the regular pixel crowd will still eat it up. Um, it's just you know, is it going to resonate and get people to when they walk into the carrier store and they see that pixel display to say, yeah, I want that, or will they walk over and get a Samsung or an Apple? Nope. The tweet is out there from uh, Cristiano Armand, president of Qualcomm. Congrats to my friends at Google on the announcement of their beautiful new Pixel 4 phone powered by Snapdragon 855. Thank you for a great partnership made by Google. Bruh, the event's not until tomorrow. What are you talking about? What are so you doing? It's not even an 855 plus. It's just an nope. 855? Just a regular 855. Correct. That's funny. I mean, I, the, the performance difference between those two is, I don't want to say negligible. It's not that huge, but still... The, the latest chip is 855 plus, right? So mm -hmm. that's so funny, for those of y'all listening to audio only, if you have any questions or comments, I think you guys, there's a link down there to leave me a voice message on the pop for the podcast. So do that or come find me on my YouTube channel or find me on the Twitter. All that information is usually in the show notes. If you guys got questions or comments, but before we got in, Zach, I want to talk to you about the video I did earlier tonight about the, uh, the new air power, like, Nomad Base Station Pro, Zach. Oh, my goodness. As soon as I saw the announcement on LinkedIn, that was the first place they put it. I emailed our contact, and I'm like, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool, man. They made it happen. I have not reached out yet, but I have been requested to grab one, so I will try, try to see if but I can they, grab one. They still need to send me my uh, 11 Pro Max cases because I switched from the 11 Pro to the Max. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he said, uh, can you be patient? Because we just ran out of these, this and that and everything like that. So I said, okay, i tell you what. I wrote him back. I said, tell you what, when you send that, send this stuff as well. And I'll do a, like a whole Nomad showcase. Because I've always wanted to do that, like show their batteries, their cables, their, mm -hmm. their, le their, like their regular leather wallets. Not the ones with the batteries in it, but like just like their card wallets, right? They're really nice. And uh, so I, I, I sent him an additional email the other day saying, oh, by the way, saw the pro uh base station let's switch it up to that <laughs> so i might be late with it uh compared to everybody else that's doing their nomad stuff but it'll be in time for the holiday season so that is that i just find it utterly hilarious that nomad did what apple could not 
Yeah, it should be interesting to see if anybody does a teardown to see like how they have the coils interwined or whatever. So, because right. yep. um, it, it's, it's it, I, I'm pretty sure they probably interwind the coils. So it's more than just one, two, three. It's probably interwined, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then how they were able to keep fast charging because they had fast wireless charging on there for our Samsung, you know, those yeah. devices. Yeah. Um, it were they able? A, it comes with a thirty watt brick. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's still in there. Okay, so did they? Did they? They obviously figured out the thermal issue because we know the wireless charging. Right. Yep. Right. I. You know what? You know what's funny? I just realized today, I have not plugged in my iPhone 11 or the Pro Max since I got the the Max one. I haven't plugged these in. I haven't actually taken the brick out because the battery is so good. I've just been using the wireless chargers right. that I have around the house. You sound like Drew from Tales of Tech. <laughs> it's. I, I haven't even tried taking this wireless challenge like he did. And I just, I just, I just, yeah, because the battery has been so good. So LeBaron says that the OnePlus, uh, not the OnePlus, LeBaron says the Qualcomm president scheduled a tweet for the wrong day. He must have. First of all, I didn't know you could sketch a tweet. That's, that's new to me, but. That's funny, man. Uh, that's, that's hilarious if you did that. I don't know how you do that, but uh, eh, whatever. I got to find but, that tweet. But yeah, people, those are all the announcements for the uh, Pixel 4 event. Now, I will not be making a dedicated video about this because I'm expecting Google to actually send me a Pixel 4 device. So I'm going to wait until I get the actual device in hand before I do any video. But yeah, at least you guys have the podcast tonight. You have my thoughts and Zach's thoughts on the Pixel 4 and things like that. And we will wait and see what unfolds tomorrow at the event. The event starts at 9 a.m. Central tomorrow morning. So that's 10 a.m. Eastern. I don't know what time that is in Canada. That can help out. With it's that. eight o'clock my time. I'm I'm Mountain, so I'm one hour ahead of it's Pacific. Eight o'clock. So, so eight, we are eight talking o'clock, eight o'clock Mountain, seven o'clock Pacific. Seven o'clock Pacific. All right. So seven a.m. Pacific, uh, nine a.m. Central, eight o'clock Mountain, ten a.m. Eastern. So, and isn't isn't in the morning. So you guys gotta wake up early, get everything ready, get your coffee, get your new paper read. Google ain't playing no games. They starting first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> in certain parts of Newfoundland, it's actually ten thirty. They have an extra half hour. Wow, I, had, nice. I, I think it's Newfoundland. I can't remember. I'm a bad Canadian. Nice, so. Zach. Any parting word for the people before we get out of here? Uh, pixel out with your pixels out. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh God, oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> I said pixel. You did. So, uh, you did. It, should, it should be fun. I'll be online. I'll be listening. Um, yeah, I'll be. Yeah, I'll have to drive the kids to school. But I mean, I'll be listening. Yeah. So I will. Fun. Unfortunately, I will be at work, but I will probably be somewhere near my Twitter checking out all the happening. So yeah. Absolutely. I can't oh, wait to see John's John's tweets. Oh God, John Prother is the best person to follow on event day, man. He is hilarious. Yep. yep. I know that him and Brian are planning a a video similar to mine from tonight. For I think they're probably gonna drop it tomorrow morning. So uh-huh. yeah. All right. Yep. Zach, a pleasure as always, man. Appreciate you. you. Yep. Thank you all for watching in the live stream on YouTube. If you want to support the podcast, there will be links in the description to do that if you wish to. For those of y'all listening on audio only, if you want to support the podcast, check the info in the show notes. All that information will be down there for you. This has been episode 41 of Vibe Drive. Hopefully, 41. this Google uh, Pixel 4 event, it will be legit tomorrow morning, and we will see what happens. Did you say something, Zach? I said 41. Wow. I mean, 41. This was episode 41. Next week will be 42. I won't probably podcast Sunday night. I mean, Monday night next week, but probably Sunday night. So we'll probably be back on Sunday night for episode 42. So be on the lookout for that. Until the next time, people. This your boy, Viper, the man about tech. You know where to find me. So come back for more.